Hello, and welcome to the Fit Minute Podcast, where we talk about fitness for real people. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and on this episode, we'll be talking to a long-term friend of mine, Ryan Jones, who's a classically trained chef, a dad, and has an incredibly inspirational story. Let's hear about how he lost over 100 pounds over the last 30 months and his story and journey and how he got there. listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, episode two. I have a friend of mine, Ryan Jones, here with me today. We're going to get into some stuff about nutrition, about his lifestyle, and how he's changed his lifestyle over the years. So I can't get to wait to get started with you, and we'll just get right into it. Ryan, introduce yourself. Ryan Jones, uh, like Gabby said, I've known her since, uh, man, Middle school, high school? Over 20 years. I don't want to really age ourselves. We're still young. We're still young at heart. So, um, (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Let's just get you started. Uh, My first question I wanted to ask you is, what was kind of your breaking point to get you started into your healthy life journey? Uh, Oh, man. Well, when I was finding out that I was living in fast food drive-throughs and uh you know that value menu can add up especially when you just start overeating and all that um i didn't notice it then but then um the girl that i was dating at the time had told me that i'd stopped breathing in my sleep oh and so um there we go sorry and uh she said she's done this for about a month or two and so I was stopping breathing, and I would just find myself catching my breath. And so I went and got a sleep study. And finding out that you stop breathing in your sleep by somebody that's not a doctor is frightening. But then when a doctor tells you your results that you stop breathing for 47 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Your heart rate drops down to 27 beats per minute. Um, it's kind of eye-opening. It was. It was. And so with my background of... I became. I, I was a classically trained chef, so I knew I had to make a make a change. Well, you also played a lot of sports, and you were always really active as a kid too. I was active, and I was just not taking care of myself, and mm-hmm. a lot of that led up to to not breathing in my sleep, which is kind of important. A, a little important. <laughs> yeah. I think breathing is important for life. You would you would think, but uh, what was your heaviest weight, and how much have you lost now? Oh, I was. Uh, so right after that test, I weighed, weighed myself, and I was 358.7 pounds. Nobody's, nobody's keeping track. <laughs> and so, yeah, 0.7. And so this past Monday, um, which would be 29 months, okay. I've lost 114 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That, I think at one point of my dating career was one of the, the women that body weight. I mean, it was, a, it was an entire that's an entire small person yes and people didn't believe me and they they just said I wore it well and that's sort of the scary thing is like a lot of people don't know that you're unhealthy or could be depressed because well, you we are very tall and broad-shouldered <laughs> yeah. so I mean you can hold weight well yeah. but a hundred pounds is still you're right and an entire person and it's it's nuts and you lose energy you can't play catch or keep up with your kids and it's it's just it's it, 
the realization of like, what am I doing? You know, I'm 33 years old and I'm stopping breathing. Like I shouldn't be worrying about my health. Way too young to be, yes. And it it took a long time to get to that weight. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's taken I love that you just said that because one of the things that I try to really like get into people's heads is that weight loss didn't, your weight gain didn't happen overnight. So your weight loss is not gonna happen overnight. It took you 29 months to lose over 100 pounds. 29 months of consistent diet, consistent working out, and just doing it, right? It it was nuts. uh, There was a lot of cheat days there, but there was a lot of mindful eating and and what you had as far as inventory in your house. And, you know, sometimes, like it's not as to my regimen today, but I was making a lot more conscious decisions. Sure. Um, and then you you start eliminating stuff out of your diet, and it's really crazy because all of a sudden you're going to start feeling better with the good fuel, and then when you put in the so bad fuel, you don't fuel, want it. You don't you don't want it. Your trainer's going to kick your butt the next day. Yes. <laughs> um, you're going to have the residual. But you still go in and tell your trainer that you cheated, and they're like, "That's okay. You, all right, let's do some burpees." <laughs> you you hit it on the th- uh, like if you're not accountable to yourself, and you can't like be like, "Hey, I fell off the wagon." Like it's totally okay that you fall off the wagon right I've done it before it's just it's that rebound it's going to be that much harder but if you can get to a point where you're like gosh that was hard but I got through it you can continue to grow that not only mental strength but that endurance to be like you can enjoy and treat yourself to it but so I love that you brought that up because I wanted to touch a little bit on um your journey Uh, A lot of times people come to me and think that their weight loss is just going to happen and they're just going to, I'm going to, I want to lose 20 pounds over this much time. And if I lose two pounds a week, I can reach that goal. And, you know, it doesn't happen that way. You're not going to lose two pounds every week. So in your journey, what have you found? I mean, do you feel that it's discouraging when you lose and gain weight or does that keep you going? What? it's it is very discouraging there's no easy days it just gets easier so like you still you still don't ever want to reach a pinnacle so you always want to set your stuff up high and you always want to challenge yourself but you're gonna have those challenges you're gonna have those those days that you're just like feeling blah you know you you know you ate your right numbers if you count the stuff you know you worked and pushed yourself hard but the scale doesn't I just did a I just did a blog about, look, here's my cheat day. And I had an intense workout. Then I did an intense hike. And the night before, I was, I think I was 250. And then the next morning after my workout, it was 243. Then I had my uh, I had my cheat meal. And then all of a sudden, I was 252. So, I mean, people can't weigh Well, themselves. and that's discouraging, too. I You know, you're weighing yourself every single day. But your weight's going to fluctuate. Always. Always, always, forever and ever. Yes, exactly. Um, How many diets have you been on over the past 30 months? Okay, so it's going to sound very like, oh, yeah, you didn't give it that long of a time, but your body knows it. I have had 23. I was counting through them, like, when we were going over these questions. I'm like, okay. What type of diets are, like, what? give me an example of some of them that you've tried. Okay, so I'll go from one spectrum to the other. I did keto. Okay. And that's just nuts. Like, if you want to, like, <laughs> lose weight fast and, like, feel lethargic and then all and of a sudden crazy and you feel nuts you yes. feel like okay. okay here's a padded room go ahead and enter after you're on day 21 because honestly <laughs> like you were depriving yourself and trying to burn yourself on fat 
and then like go to the other end of the spectrum. I went full vegan. Okay. And so I, I started I to, do remember that. Yeah, I remember well, seeing that on, on yeah. Facebook or Instagram, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. well, we'll see how long this lasts. Well, <laughs> you watch these documentaries, and, and all, and I mean, I, I talk about it, you talk about it. It's Everyone's different. Everybody is different. Yeah. Every diet works differently for one person or another. Yeah, absolutely. So, so people see these supplement commercials and these magic pills and these magic diets. It doesn't matter. You still need to eat. And I started – I lost weight but then i gained so much more weight i did it for for lent so i gave it up for 40 days so i did straight vegan i had one cheat meal that was the renaissance festival i i had to do it with parker because it was like some of the best prime rib that looked it wasn't that good but i did it but i i owned it and out of those 40 days i had three to four meals a day of a vegan and one of those meals was the prime rib but i was my nails were breaking uh, my hair like i have hair to lose but i was losing my hair <laughs> My Mostly on your face, I would say. Oh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> my the beard is like I don't know. It may be the icon now, but I was losing. I was literally washing my hair every day, and and I would have grips of hair in my hands, and I've never done that. I had vegan supplements. I had vegan diets. I was just following. not for you. It wasn't, and I really lost a lot of energy. I gained weight. I mean, so everyone's different. And right. then I've done all fish. I've done. Uh, the Mediterranean diet was my favorite. Like okay. I had to have olives and I got to have, like, I mean, it was just so much fun. But now I do a hybrid of a lot of stuff where I have two carb up days and then the rest of the stuff is basically. So you're not depriving yourself um, ever. Uh, I, this probably isn't one of the questions you're going to ask me, but I eat about four pounds of meat a day. I, I have a caloric intake of about 31 to 3,600 calories a day, depending on like, what my if i ate four pounds of meat i wouldn't be able to stand up <laughs> so like the first three weeks i was like are you kidding me um and he's like dude just wait and this is my this is my trainer and my nutritionist and he's like just wait get that get that furnace going in your body and you all of a sudden and now like yesterday i had four and a half pounds of meat and i still had four quest bars and i was still hungry i can eat as much vegetables as i want and i I don't go and weigh myself. I weigh myself every two weeks. And then anytime I want a cheat meal, I weigh myself because, like, I've got to hit a certain number. Right. And it's just the accountability. And then there's going to be a time where I, I got to stay at a certain number. But the, the amounts of food that people eat and they want to lose weight, and I was the same way when I first started dieting. You and think I, you have to cut. you got to cut, cut weight cut, and you cut, don't. Cut. And you got to cut out certain stuff. Cut out certain stuff that you know your body doesn't like. And that's what I was trying to touch on earlier and then I think my coffee's kicking in but you start eliminating stuff out of your body and then you start reintroducing it right and then you're going to see inflammation you're going to see movement and your motion. body will tell you and yes it's, and you've got to listen to it yeah Don't, there are experts out there but there's also your your intuition yeah and what and you're not going to feel it right away you may feel it the next day but some foods you feel pretty yeah. immediately, yeah. And some of the grains that people eat today aren't the same grains that were from 30 years right, ago. Right, right. years ago, Danny, it's a whole different So you game. mentioned your son, Parker, um, and I wanted to ask you, uh, what's your motivation as a father with your son and your health? Okay. Um, <laughs> this kid can eat. So Parker is amazing. This kid... He has probably helped me drive the most. He's the one that first notices, one, how much I'm eating. He's like, Dad, are you really going to eat all that? And I'm like, yeah, probably. And then he's also the one to be like, Dad, you look good. I can actually wrap my arms around you. 
I'm like, well, you're growing, so I could, you know, so I could be staying. Longer, but. That's what I tell him, and then I j- that's our little joke. And he's like, Dad, I didn't grow from yesterday. Um, uh, they do grow real fast. It's he, he's a weed, <laughs> and he knows everything. Like I, I'm probably gonna start going to him for for diet advice. But <laughs> but I can watch that kid eat an entire pizza, and like his top two abs now become like an eight pack instead right. of the six pack prior. Um, but he he sees and he he gets so inundated of like I'm not gonna eat that I just saw what it is you said it's healthy I know your regimen I'm not gonna eat healthy food and then he tries it and he's like oh my god all right that's good that's awesome well how do you as a father and working in life how do you fit in because you work out how many times a a day a week every day I'm sweating at least an hour okay Um, so how do you how do you find time to fit that into your schedule being a dad, having a job, having a life, you know, there's only so many hours in a week. How do, how do you make time for that? There are. I wasted a lot of time being unhealthy. Um, I get up very early. My gym is, is pretty open. Um, so I get there as soon as I can. I let my kids sleep in um, on the days that I have him. While he's sleeping, I'm out getting ready for the day, preparing for my meetings and everything. And Sundays, like, I will plan out my week. So I'll know his sports schedules, his band practice, um, what he has for homework. And then I work around all that and work. And then I'll I'll put myself in there of, like, this is where I can go. Because I've always put myself second, third, fourth, even last to a lot of things. And I think that's a big misconception where people are like, oh, I'm selfless. Like, I've got to take care of other people. Well, it's the it's the oxygen mask theory, right? Right. Like you, those stewardess are are paid by the the federal government to tell you to put your mask Don't, on first. Do not <laughs> put if anybody needs help, put your mask on first. Right. And you cannot help people if you can't help. I yourself love first. that analogy. So, I love it yeah. because I I tell people all the time, especially with their kids. I'm just so busy with my kid with that, and I you know, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't take care of anybody else. Yep. So, I just I think that's a great that's a great analogy. Um, so, and they pick up on it. They really do. He's starting to go to the gym with me. He didn't want to do cross country, and now he's he's like, oh, dad, I heard your trainer say you did an eight minute mile. Oh, and he's looking at me like, dad, you're huge. Like you shouldn't be able to do an eight minute mile. <laughs> and so he picks it up, and he's like, I'm gonna beat you, dad. And like he gets that competitive spirit, but right. he sees the dedication. He sees, no matter how low. Like, cause I mean, I'm completely open and honest with him. Like he, he can tell, he can read me. Like he's not somebody that sees me with my Facebook filters. And I, I feel like I'm pretty transparent. Like I have no shame. Yeah. I've seen a lot of your before yeah. and after is I, I wouldn't do that. It, it, you know, <laughs> it, it is tough, but I mean like that's who I am today. It's, it's going to be who I'm going to be in the next year, next five years, next 10 years. So he sees that no matter what, like you can't ever give up on yourself because if you don't give up on yourself that's at least one person that's gonna so i mean he's seeing the dedication and the hard work and the the sooner that you take it for granted that's how quick you lose it so you would say that your time constraint is a choice you choose and put your health as a priority correct yep correct investing um as well as time and i make time like it's i don't post everything about every family interaction about every ball game or track meet or cross country meet that I go to for my son because like that's a lot of stuff that comes to me but there are people out there that need that help and they need that motivation that they may be in my shoes and if I can help them 
by showing them where I've been. And Absolutely. Where, that's, that's the thing. And I get people that ask me that question. Like, you, you're always in the gym. You're always doing that. When are you spending time with the ones that, well, I'm, I'm spending time in the gym because I want to I be around that much longer. That much, them. yes. And there, to it, see my son grow up. And and exactly. And that's never going to be enough. I could not be in the gym and spending enough time with him. And I could still... Like, I would want more with right. my family. I, it, that's what everybody wants, right? right? More time. More time. Yep. There is only there's a finite <laughs> amount of time in a week. But, Correct. Um, <laughs> Correct. But making those choices is is your priority. And, and I, I definitely, I, I commend you on it. I think you've done a great job. I think you look fantastic. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a trainer too, so I understand there is a choice you have to make. And, and a lot of times it's, on the other side of it, seeing people do the dedicate, you know, have the dedication to come in and work out and be consistent. That's what's so rewarding about, you know, your trainer's job. My, my job as a trainer, because you really want people to make it a lifestyle, to make it, to make time so that you have time with your family, so that you have time to do all those other things you want to do. Um, my last question is, uh, isn't it expensive to hire a nutritionist and a trainer? It is expensive. Um, I'm a certified nutritionist. I have gone through personal training, but I, I, some of the best hairstylists, some of the best eye doctors, they can't cut their hair. They can't do eye surgery on themselves if they need it, right? That would be scary if they that, did. It would, but they've got to hire somebody to, to do their hair, to do anything type surgery on themselves. Right. So uh, it, it is expensive. But it's expensive if you if you waste it, if you don't hold yourself accountable, if you don't really respect and cherish yourself. But it's an investment. The sooner that you can really swallow that bitter pill of like, I do need help, because I plateau. Like, I was trying to do that journey on my own for, for 26 months. And like, I, I did such a great job. I got myself to that point to have that much more dedication that when I did hire a trainer, I would stick with it. Right. I would see the results. I would do that. I've been through eight trainers. It's <laughs> it's crazy. And I'll just stop and I'll be like, oh, I can do this. I, I got it. Or I'll just stop going. Yeah. And then I'll just go hike the mountain. I have had clients that have come to me and were with me for periods yeah. of time. And then they're like, you know, I'm just going to do this on my own. Yeah. And then three or four months come back and they're like, I'm never leaving you ever again. And it's true. Because even as myself, even, you know, I do work out on my own. I am a personal trainer. I do know what to do, but I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to go to the gym and have to write myself a workout because I'm going to choose what I want to do, right. not what I should do or what I know that I need to do. Right. It's, you know, having somebody there that's telling you, this is what you should do. This is what we're going to do today. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm your partner in this and we're going to make it to your goal. We're going to get you to where you want to be. And it's people like you that actually love their jobs and their passion. And right. it's, it's their clients that become friends my clients are family. They, they really They're are. They're family, every and, one of them. And they feel it, and they stick with you, and they, they just, they, they feel they owe you. I know I feel I owe a lot of people. I mean, I, I owe people that, that cheer me on, that I don't even invest in, besides the content that I push out. Right. But it's these people that are cheering you on and want to see you succeed. Right. And do that. And so, I mean, I commend you guys for, for motivating us, for... I mean, I have posts in the morning at five in the morning where I'll I'll do a quick like selfie and I'll be like, this is the last thing I want to do, <laughs> but I'm doing it. And then I feel so much better. 
And then it just it, it sets up my day for to be that much more successful because you just had such an awesome workout. You had somebody in your ear telling you you're doing it instead right. of sleeping, instead of eating a donut. But I mean, have your donuts, but then go work it off. Right. En- enjoy yourself. En- well, you do know you can't you can't out exercise a bad Correct. diet. <laughs> Correct. Ever. But. There are, you know, occasions where it is okay to have those things. And, you know, like you said, it is all, it's all about moderation and finding a diet that works for you, finding a workout plan that works for you, finding what keeps you consistent, what keeps you going, something you enjoy. And even if it's not going into the gym, I see you, you know, you go out hiking with your weight vest on, which is nuts in my opinion, but, but it's something that you're doing that's on top of your I, Weights. I, I've become addicted because I sleep that much better. We, I mean, it goes back to that question of like, when do you have the time? Well, I sleep five hours, but I mean, I have four and a half hours where I'm in a REM sleep. Like I, I have a full reset. I wake up and recharged and, and just like ready to tackle the day again. And it's because I exerted any calorie intake. I exerted any energy that would have kept me up. And it's just, yeah, I love it. I love the feeling and I took it for granted. And, I know I said I had one more question, but now I, now I just thought of another one. But I wanted to know, you just said about your sleep, that your benefit of sleep. What other benefits have you found or that you feel that you've gotten from your weight loss, from your exercise, from, you know, eating better? And I'm glad you asked that. Um, I was very depressed. I mean, very sad. Nobody knew that. Like, I had these awesome Facebook statuses, traveling and so happy, had the life. And honestly, like, people have no idea, like, what bad diets and not exercising and not being social and not sleeping does. Like, the sleep was attacking my metabolism. It was, it was affecting my mental clarity. Like, I would be making decisions that I wasn't really fully aware of, whether it's business or friendships. Um, wanting to be a hermit because I'm not confident as much as I would be like yeah. I would I would exhume a, a confidence socially as far as like uh, digitally but like I wasn't living my digital life right and it was and it all you know you look at it was it the diet was it the chicken or the egg was it the diet that led to the bad sleep was it the bad sleep that led to the bad diet that led to the depression that led to the weight you know gain so I mean it just took all this stuff and it just if, if I could recommend one thing, it would be listen to your body and read as much as you can because there is no one way There to is do no this. one way. Find somebody like you. Find somebody that you can trust and, right. and, and ask them. Poke them for to get better. Like, because honestly, like, if you don't have the clarity, like, it, it's, a, it's a scary world with mental illness. And, like... When you don't sleep, when you hear these people like, I only slept for an hour, and you're like. I don't have this problem. I, I sleep a lot. Well, and, and, <laughs> and I would love to sleep a lot. Like, I mean, uh, every other Sunday when I don't have my son and football's not on or if the Cardinals are playing because, like, they are really, like, you know, uh, it's it, that's tough. But now I can take naps, and, like, I, I thoroughly, like, can can dream, and I can, I can reset and recharge. I right. mean, it's like when you have a bad charger cable and you need to get that battery charged and your phone won't start up. Right. Now now I can, and it only has to be four or five hours because I'm getting quality You're sleep. You're getting better sleep. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And it I sets love it. it up, so. I love it. I'm so proud of you. I, you. I think you've done a great job. I think it's very motivating for other people. I love your posts. Thank you. If anybody's negative about it, they're probably in the same situation yeah. that you were back then. You know, it it is a very awesome thing what you're doing and showing your progress and showing your process and that your process is real. I love that your process is about your real life and how you fit all of this in while still living yeah. normal, you know, and even though it is probably a lot more than most people would do, yeah. it has taken you this 30 months to get to this place. Like, and it's up. not about starting it's about starting small. You start with one thing, and like you said, you've changed and done all these diets and done all these different workout programs, but that's all in the process to get to where you are and to where you want to be and to continue for the rest of your life. So I, I, kudos to you. you. Appreciate yeah. it. So uh, I just want to thank everybody for joining me today. Thanks, Ryan, for coming on to my show. I had a great discussion with you, and I'd love to talk with you more another time. Maybe we'll have you on again. And uh, we'll see you next week on the next podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear, or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.